This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Bobro and is a production of VI Alliance. Copyright 2020. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. Hello, this is Susan, and I'm here with Julie. Hello. And we are going to do another installment of the Kabbalion Randomizer. Are you you ready, Susan? (laughs) With gusto. (laughs) Are you ready, Susan? Susan's taking her Kabbalion get a chance to pick one. uh, Well, you've picked one before. All right, ready? Here we go. The randomizer. Let me push the button. Okay. Oh, Hermetic axioms. Page 136. Nothing escapes the principle of cause and effect, but there are many planes of causation, and one may use the laws of the higher to overcome the laws of the lower. By an understanding of the practice of polarization, the hermeticists rise to a higher plane of causation and thus counterbalance the laws of the lower planes of of causation. And it goes into, okay, by rising above the plane of ordinary causes, they become themselves, in a degree, causes instead of, mere, instead of being merely caused. By being able to master their own moods and feelings, and by being able to neutralize rhythm, as we have already explained, they are able to escape a great part of the operations of cause and effect on the ordinary plane. Then it says, because Julie hasn't interrupted me, so I'm going to keep going. <laughs> you going to read the whole page? No. Well, how can you not? The masses of people are carried along, obedient to their environment, the wills and desires of others stronger than themselves, the effects of inherited tendencies, the suggestions of those about them, and other outward causes which tend to move them about on the chessboard of life like mere pawns. Are you a pawn, Julie? No, I'm not a pawn. You're not a pawn? No. Are you a pawn? I am not a pawn. Although we may be eating prawns later. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, so, so this is hermetic and axioms, which is kind of funny. Because this actually, when I think of these axioms, it's almost like they go into a little bit of discussion, but we go much further than what's said in these axioms. When they when they go into it, it's almost like their translation. Exactly. I, I think this is one of the most fascinating parts to the Kabbalion for me, because, you know, face it, folks... What? You've been listening to the podcast. <laughs> Am I a fool? You've been devouring, you know, what we have to say and not say in our conversation and our little conflicts and our little discussion and in the depths of energy that we go to. You've been purchasing our book on Amazon to test yourself. Think you know the Kabbalion. To go to an even deeper depth of understanding of the Kabbalion. And so, why wouldn't you want to have fun and use the laws upon the laws? I mean, that's just taking it to a whole nother planet. It really is. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. 
and, so, and I love that that first sentence that you read. I have because I, I, my book is actually it's not really dog-eared, but I you know, know I scribbled a little couple of pencil notes because and it's I see my little, book. I see little little tape. No, so I had to tape it because I've read this a lot. You know, I read the Kabbalion inside the Kabbalion. <laughs> Nothing escapes the principle of cause and effect, but there are many planes of causation, and one may use the laws of the higher to overcome the laws of the lower. And if you get hung up on words and definitions of words, then you kind of lose the intense vibration of what you can actually do. And I think. The analogy I'd like to make is my, my husband told me this once when he was a kid that they would play a bunch of different board games. He was grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and they would play with friends on the stoop and stuff. They'd come over and they'd play board games, and he'd play games with his friends. And then they got tired of the just the actual game, so they would play a number at once. And then they would mix them all together and create their own game you know, playing the rules on top of the rules. And I always thought about that as the way the Kabbalion is kind of pictifying what that means to to use the rules upon the rules because you can really get lost in that. So that to me, because here we go, it's a conflict, that to me becomes confusing. That to me means, oh my God, I have so much to memorize. When I think of the different planes and using the rules upon the rules, I just think of it as going to the bird's eye view it's it's like changing perspective if i'm sitting here and something's going on well i just go to a higher perspective in my view and my thoughts change so in the realm of using the laws on the laws i think this will be randomized to this time is in relation to how rhythm can be neutralized by using polarization so The Kabbalion by Three Initiates is a really cool book. You can read it and read it again and keep on getting different information. And yet there's always somewhere else to go with The Kabbalion. And that's always the question that we have is how do we approach it from a different angle? We came up with a great answer. We Which, put together a book of trivia on The Kabbalion. And that is one way that we pushed ourselves into looking at it from a different perspective. Exactly. And so if you're listening to our podcast and you want to go further into more of the energy, you gotta check this ebook out because it will propel you. And it's only pennies. But it's worth so much more because when you get in that space, if you can have something that can take you and send you somewhere else in the energy in a different way, it's priceless. Touche. Hi, Julie here. Susan and I appreciate you listening to our podcast. Did you also know we've written lots of ebooks and books together? Check out the link in our bio. Find us both on Amazon author pages. And remember how we've we've talked a little bit about we've talked a lot in different podcasts in the Kabbalion series about kind of pushing the pendulum to the other side with with the temperance of whatever feeling or state we're in in order to move it so it sways back in the other direction to its opposite and changing the rhythm by using that I think is is probably the best of what it's kind of talking about here. I think what's important about that as well is at least having the awareness of it occurring. There are people that go out and people always say, you know, they look always looking for trouble or and if you're in a situation where you're finding your own 
emotions being poked at and you're getting more and more of course we always go negative more and more angry to 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 at least have the awareness that that shift in polarity is getting greater and if you really want to neutralize it to be to go from the higher the higher platform to reduce that swing is is a great tool to have and kind of grounding it i mean you know say you go out and you're, you're trying to get something done you go to the supermarket or you go to clothing store and you try to return something you can get caught in the muck and mire of whatever the mood swings of the person that's trying to help you or not help you out mm. and getting caught in the muck and mire then you know your your rhythm your vibration everything is upset and you kind of become a part of you know whatever the cause and effect is there but then you're also creating something as well right so it's it's recognizing that i think the the biggest thing for me on this is the awareness of it if you just you know you don't just go with you know you you feel something and you just give into it and we're all guilty of doing that at sometimes mm -hmm. i mean we all are and at least when you're doing it you know sometimes like everybody else I'll do it and yet I'll sit there and say well I'm going with it and that's just the way it is for whatever the reason for whatever the reason who knows why um, you know and, and also sometimes you can use that um, what, how, what how do I want to use it I don't want to call it a tool I want you want to use that um, ability and that's not the right word but you want to use that ability sometimes when you want to bring something to the surface. Mm. I mean, you could think mm -hmm. about like cogn mm. um, you know, psychiatry and and, um, uh, and 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 using. I mean, it's, I mean, and I'm struggling to try to find the words because it's it's not. I can't find the one that's going to say exactly. It's almost like using reverse psychology. It's the closest. Mm -hmm. Like you, you say something because you're very well aware that it's going to bring about a reaction to it. But you know, and we're going to go with you have good intentions. You're trying to bring something awareness to the surface, and sometimes that's helpful. Again, if you're working with someone who's trying to you know get to something. It's just using it. That's just another tactic. I use. I'm trying to. You're looking at me funny. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> like, I'm listening to what you. So I, I think you know you can use it as a tool. Again, that's I don't have the right words, but well, I like the way to, they phrase it in here. They say that the advanced medis were looking for a higher plane of mental action. And so they would dominate their moods and their emotions, their impulses and their feelings. And in order to do that, you know, they would have to act a certain way or not and take into account someone's action or not. And in the sense of what you're saying, I, I think it's that you can kind of cause that by, by creating that environment and that atmosphere. And, you know... The way I, what works for me, and I, I share this because we have different ways of looking at things, and there's probably a lot of people that wish I would be quiet and let you talk more, and there may be other people that say, thank God Susan says something because I can understand it better. I mean, it's, it's not one's right or wrong, but if I can think about it, and I can think of it in a practical term, in a practical way, it sort of helps me to understand 
the idea behind what they say when they say use the rules on the rules it's like huh well you can use it and we always think of it again in a negative way like oh so someone's getting you upset okay how do I go above that to negate that and bring myself back into a more calm state and I'm saying we can sometimes use it to kind of instigate to for for a, a for a common good mm -hmm. And that's, that's really the point that I'm somehow trying to make. I, I think there's different ways of looking at it. There's sometimes you want to. I mean, we work with people and mm -hmm. different times we'll, you know, and it's, you know, notorious with the two of us that when the, the you know, this isn't rolling, we'll get off and, you know, I'll say something to you and you'll look at me like, I'm going to, we'll fight and you'll get mad at me. And I'm like, well, at the end of the day, you got you, whatever it was moved. Whatever it was, and this isn't—we don't do this that now. That hasn't but back happened in the in a day. Long I was going to say yeah. back in the back no. in the early early days of energetic invocations when we were working through things, we'd kind of push each other, and you get mad, and you come to a realization, and then it was like, okay, now you can let it go because so you can use. So it's it's not always, and it's just, that's well, the first time I thought about using it. In, in creating a rhythm where there is no rhythm, mm. creating the rhythm. And, like, why would you create a rhythm? Well, sometimes you need it to get to a certain point where, you know, at certain times. Well, sometimes you need movement and, or you need it to be neutralized for some reason if it's well, too intense. I think we tend to think of the neutralization as more of, oh, you know, we never think. Why don't we neutralize it? And that's what the Kabbalion says in here. They talk about neutralizing. And it's, I just had this thought, like, well, sometimes you want to create that. And I'm not talking about to aggravate people. And we talk about in our other podcasts, we talk about Trump. And, you know, he does that. He kind of goes in and he stirs up the pot and gets yeah. people. I mean, uh -huh. you can do that. And that's not what I'm suggesting why you would use it. But sometimes you have to stir the pot a little when you're working with someone, when they're trying to recognize something that you know you, you kind of hit them in that pain point a little bit and they and you move it the same with acupuncture you know i do acupuncture you do it you find it and you know if you ever get acupuncture or even if you um you do massage you gotta you find that what they call the ouch point and you really massage it and it kills and you're like oh my god but then it moves mm. and then you're like oh it's it's sort of like that. So you can use it either way, and it's it's just interesting because they talk about neutralizing, and I'm like, hmm. Well, a lot of times too, if if it's you know you're kind of talking about associating it with like two people in that situation, but it's if it's sure. just you, and you know you're you're really sad or you're feeling despondent or you know when you put on some music and you put on a different energy or you try to read something that's a little uplifting or you try to empower yourself or you know that that's a way too of moving of moving and creating rhythm and changing the polarity of what you're actually experiencing and of using the laws on the laws for even just yourself and and as funny as that sounds, to use the laws and the laws, I mean, you're really having an awareness to whatever your mood or effect or your emotion or your feeling is, and you're 
taking yourself to a different space. So you do that? By whatever you're doing, by remembering something or watching a fun show or watching sports or taking your mind off of something. A lot of people, sometimes they get so angry about something, they want to talk and talk and talk. They get so angry about something that they come to a solution. They push or they do that to push themselves. Well, that would be more what I was talking about of of creating the polarity and creating Mm -hmm. the the greater rhythm to get... Of of course. Right. Um, Which which kind of leads me to a podcast we had done previously, again in our Oprah one, talking about what you... (laughs) And this is kind of bringing a few different concepts into one space is that you bring to yourself what you're trying to work on, right? We say when you if somebody's doing something and you get upset about it, it's mm-hmm. you're creating it. And why would you create it? Why would we create negative things for ourselves? I'm going to term them negative, but you know, I always talk and say we never really know what is negative. We think something might be negative and it's the best thing for us and vice versa. But if we're bringing something negative into our space, one would ask, like, well, why would you do it? Well, you know, that's transformation. That's, you know, mm-hmm. we bring a challenge to ourselves in transformation. And sometimes you bring it not because you're, you know, you're you're really beating yourself up, but you're trying to grow and learn something. I mean, it's, I mean, why go to school, right? Right. You go to school. Why read a book? Why read the Kabbalion, <laughs> right? It's only going to create a little turmoil in your life, Right. Well, you Until could, you get through it, and, and you know it, you you feel the swing, you go in, and it, it it starts knocking things around, and you start on the pendulum of like, whoa, wait a minute, what's this? Hey, I don't understand this, and and you go back, and then and then you 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 start really the pendulum goes so high, which it's almost like it goes around in a circle, then and then it kind of settles again. Hmm. I mean, so we I, I think it it occurs all the time, and and so. I mean, it's so also, that becomes a good question. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, it also comes into play exactly with what you're saying. Go a little further and go even into these podcasts because there's an energy to the podcasts, and there's a conversation going on, and there's two people having a conversation. Yet there's still, you know, movement going on and and you know, vibration and transformation and and I. I think an important aspect of of what we just kind of randomized to here is that, you know, you can be a participant in it, but you can also realize that you're a participant, but you can also affect your own moods and your own emotions and impulses and feelings and and, and move to a different state of being. Well, so then, (laughs) so that brings in judgment. That brings in judgment. Then you're judging the mood you're in. You're judging the way you feel. So we're going really against a lot of the stuff that we said because we always, you know, we, we were just talking about in another podcast that we just, you know, you just don't, try, you just be in the space and you try. So you know, I don't understand how that brings in judgment because there's no, I'm a bad person. Because you're trying to change it. If you go to a higher level. But if it's something that, means that you don't changing. feel, if you don't, if it doesn't resonate with then why how would you, you why desire to feel, then you do you move it to something else. Well, you desire to feel is judgment. It's, it's judgment. It's an awareness. It's a presence. And it's a judgment. Do I want? I don't want to feel this way. And the reason I'm saying this isn't to beat anyone up. It's because I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, 
that's me judging. I shouldn't, I don't want to feel this way. Well, sometimes feeling a certain way is the impetus to make you do something different. See, I would take that reasoning to explain what you, to, to actually use as a explanation of what you said further because I, I don't see it as judgment as all, at all. So, that's just a term. And it's just a, to say, okay, this is sadness. That's just a resolution. Okay, this is sadness. If uh, uh, Maybe I want to change. Like, I've been sad for a day or two. So, you know, I want to empower myself or let me go out and see some friends or let me go... That that's different. That's not I'm a bad person because I'm sad or there's I'm something not, wrong with me saying, because I'm sad. No, I didn't say you defined it. Different. That's more of a judgment. I think the judgment is I don't want to feel this way. And 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 but I didn't ever say that. So what? But you did. You said if you want to. I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Well, hermeticists seek a higher plane of mental action by dominating their moods, emotions, impulses, and feelings and create themselves for themselves new characters, qualities, and powers by which they overcome their ordinary environment and become players instead of pawns. Here it is again. Trump's in the news. He's in the news? What could he be in the news for now? <laughs> He's always in the news. Every time you turn around, it's something coming from the mass media. But, you know, nobody talks about the real stuff. Well, somebody does. That's right. Check out our podcast, Oprah versus Donald. Oprah, can you hear us? You're wondering what's it about? You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. The Kabbalion can get pretty intense, as you can tell with these podcasts, with the conversation between Susan and I. Sometimes reading and listening isn't the best way to absorb the energy. Believe it or not, testing yourself in a fun way with trivia helps you absorb the Kabbalion principles and propel. That's why Susan and I put together a fun ebook to help you do just that. Check it out on Amazon. Download Think You Know the Kabbalion today and have fun with the energy. Hey, it's Julie, and you've heard Susan and I say that the principles of the Kabbalion are everywhere. Well, they are. So how do you stay aware? How do you recognize them at work? And how do you understand them better? You can read and listen until you are blue. But when you test yourself, now that's when you start using what you know and start understanding the Kabbalion differently. Sure, you can make your own test questions, but why bother when Susan and I did the work for you? There are 75 questions, and you can explore the trivia alone or with friends. Find Think You Know the Kabbalion right now on Amazon. Download it today and start actively using the Kabbalion to enrich your life. Hmm. So it's I, not- I hear you defining it. I hear, I mean, I hear you. I all of a sudden just got a different thought about it. That's all. I'm hmm. not saying you're wrong. It's, it's goes into some of the other stuff that we've been reading. And, um, it just made me think about something in a different way, and so, but that's my own interpretation. That's not I'm I'm, I'm kind of projecting from those statements, and I'm going into someplace else, which really is that's probably not really appropriate for the conversation. We're talking about the Kabbalion, <laughs> so I'm just to me, I think of something, I go somewhere else with that. Hmm. So to, um, 
because it's um, I'm gonna I'll, the only way I can describe it is is again if you have um, a pain a you know a, a kink in your neck and someone's gonna help you with it you know you gotta go in and it's gonna hurt they gotta move it they gotta go in and they gotta find it and you gotta move it that can be extremely painful but when it's done it moves and you feel better and we all have an experience of that in one way or another and so if you're in the midst of it and your judgment is I don't want to feel this anymore I don't like this feeling you could in some aspect uh, maybe decrease the time factor and you get through it faster or you can say stop it don't just I don't want you to do this anymore I've had people you know I've, I've seen people do that as well and that's what I'm saying so at what point so it's just a good question you know it's like someone said I don't know who it was if you know when you're walking through hell <laughs> keep walking don't stop and have a seat keep walking I mean and sometimes mm -hmm. you know when things are going on and you don't want to feel a certain way and if you go to a higher uh, use a higher law go to a, a grander scale to change it I think that's that's I guess where I'm trying to go now that I think about it is that's an awareness you need to have when you're doing that. Are you going to a higher place and moving it along in the situation I gave of someone trying to get the kink out of your neck, you move it so it it occurs and it is resolved quicker as opposed to cutting it off before the procedures finished does that make sense am i making sense to you um to a, to a degree I, I think there's an element of, of consciousness that's based in this and i think this specific uh one that we we picked was just looking at rhythm being neutralized by the art of polarization and it was looking at how rhythm manifests on the mental plane and the physical plane mm -hmm. And and you're talking about aspects of that, and I think their their focus here is, and and it's hard sometimes if you you kind of have to take the the words in here like in black and white, mm -hmm. because their focus is even with the adjective that's used, the bewildering succession of moods, feelings, emotions, and other mental states mm -hmm. are due to the backward and forward swing of the mental pendulum, which carries us from one extreme of feeling to the other. And so I, I'm just kind of listening to it specifically in, in that description and not assigning, you know, any, any um, more intense kind of configurations on what the actual situation is or anything like that. I'm, I'm just simply saying that if this is a superpower, I'll use that word, that you have, <laughs> you need to know when to use it and when not to use it. And I think that's as important as knowing that you have it to use it. I think that's actually an interesting thought. Hmm. That's, that's all. I'm not saying that there anyone's wrong, or, but hmm. I think if you have this power, I think really it's important to know when and when to use it 
and when to just allow it to be. I think that's, I just think it's worthy of, of knowing that. And I think when we ask questions in our Kabbalion test, we say something, and I don't have, you know, we don't have in front of us at the moment because we weren't going to talk about it, but we, we talk about things like this. Like, mm -hmm. you know, this is what's said, but, and we uh, said in another podcast, and I'm apologizing for, for that reference all the time, but, you know, what's said is very important, but that doesn't deny the importance of what is not said. Mm. And I just think that's an important um, thought. If this is a superpower you have, then that doesn't mean you always use it. Is I would think that the more that you use, the more awareness you have of it, the less you use it. Isn't that like with most things? A lot of mm -hmm. things that you get, and you know, I hate to say it, it's like a new pan, right? You know, like you cook everything in it, and then after a while, you you have certain things that you cook, and you don't use it for every single thing. You kind of, mm. you, you know, and it, it becomes a, a an amazing um, tool you have, but you do not bring it out and use it all the time, right? And, that, and that's all I, I think about that. And that probably applies to the layer that, you know, all the other laws can also be used mm -hmm. in and of amongst themselves. So in the law of correspondence and mentalism, and that brings into all those layers mm. as well, that how the other laws can be used in and of amongst themselves, and especially where consciousness is. And, you know, in a funny way, you kind of make me think of, you know, Superman or, you know, right. Supergirl. I mean, Superman can, you know, use his laser vision or whatever mm. it's called. But, you know, if he's, you know, looking at a <laughs> bottle of aspirin, he's not going to use his laser vision to right. look at a bottle of aspirin. Not that he would be looking at a bottle of aspirin. But, you know, I think that's an right. element of kind of what you're sharing. And right. it's, it's really important because, you know, you could break chairs and you could break things like that. Right. So. And I think that's... Um that's not said there. Mm. And, I mean, that's sometimes, and thank you for being patient and for the listeners, sometimes I have to kind of go in this, what am I getting? What am I getting? I, I hear something different. And I sometimes kind of have to work my way to get to being able to put it into words. But, um, and I think that exactly like you said, it goes for everything, you can do everything, and yet there's a time when you're not, you, you shouldn't. And, I mean, I could go on and on and try to extrapolate more and define more, but I think, um, I think that's an important mm -hmm. aspect. I mean, you think of everything that you, like I said, that you know. After a while, when you're really good at it, you almost don't even, it's a superpower you don't even use anymore. Mm. When you start off, Julie, when I first met you, you were reading cards and you were in the space of, and, and you know, you did it all the time. And now you never do it, but you, you do something different and you don't go into it as much anymore. And it's not because you can't. It's well, I do, because you I do in a different way. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm trying I to say. And you don't, you know, and you, there's a time when you go in the space in this, t you know. Yeah, you were also always asking me, what do the cards say? What do the cards oh, say? Oh, bullshit. So, that's not true. Well, oftentimes, I mean, because now you have no idea if I take them out every night or not. No, I, no I don't. I yeah. don't. I'm yeah. assuming if you did, you'd tell me. <laughs> you'd, tell, you'd tell me what they say. <laughs> Listen to Susan. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to Susan. There you go. Let's randomize to something else. 
So I think we beat that tub <laughs> to a pulp. Let's let's. Do we move? Let's let's you know enhance our rhythm to kind of polarize to something else. There you go. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for listening to us and being patient with us, and uh, like to hear more. Let's us uh, let us know. We've been getting some good um, some good questions. Um, so please feel free to email us uh, energetic invocations at gmail.com and do check out on Amazon think you know the Kabbalion it's a great test if you've been listening and following along and, and reading the Kabbalion yourself it is a great little fun tool to test yourself with some trivia on the questions and then let yourself propel further think you know the Kabbalion on Amazon Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.